Welcome to the Ruby Hour, a podcast produced by our company, Ruby Riot Creatives. We specialize in video production and content marketing, and we're based in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm Shelby Ring. And I'm Madeline Rager. This podcast is devoted to interviewing extraordinary people doing extraordinary things and nuggets of wisdom that they've learned along their journey. Also, just want to give you a heads up, uh, we have potty mouths and we're talking about inappropriate things. I'm here with the amazing Lee Weber, and her company is Dive In. Tell us a little bit about your company and your work, and I want you to explain it because it is like the craziest, coolest visual work I have seen in a long time. Thank you. Well, I photograph a lot underwater, and so it's a totally different perspective. Um, which is what makes it kind of fun and different, I think, and turns it into a little bit more of an unexpected, I don't know, artwork sometimes um, with the photos. So I have been a photographer for a long time, um, maybe 15 plus years here in Charleston. And I photographed weddings for many of those years and families and I think it just kind of came to a point I wanted to evolve and still be a photographer, but do something a little bit different with it. And learning to photograph underwater has its own set of challenges. So, um, you know, they're fun challenges. It's, It's fun to stay with the same medium of photography, but to take it somewhere different and sort of go through all those trials and errors of, you know, learning how to do it again, just in a different, yeah, different way. Like totally different world. Yes, it is. And everything's different. The way the light hits the water, um, the amount of control I have, which is, I have much less control underwater because I'm moving, um, the other people underwater are moving, no one can stay still. It's different style of communication. Um, And, you know, even just like seeing what you're taking a picture of um, yeah. is different. Are you using um, a mask, like a snorkel mask or scuba dive gear? Like yes. how do you like to get rigged up? <laughs> right, so I have a mask on. Yeah. Um, I don't do the whole like scuba gear, <laughs> yeah. Um, which yeah, a lot of people ask about. And it would, I mean, that could be cool. But the thing is, is you really do need to communicate with people. And yeah. so I basically just hold my breath and then come back up. Yeah. And I also want whomever I'm photographing to feel like they can come back up as well because you can can really read some body language underwater and if they're uncomfortable you know I can tell yeah you know so um yeah and a lot of times I'm photographing kids and so they're kind of up and down anyway yeah for sure oh my gosh so like what the heck you just woke up one day and you were like I'm going to take this art (laughs) underwater like what was that that moment right so um this was probably like I don't know, five or six years ago, my son was about four and I was doing a 365 day project with him. So I was photographing him every day and I would post it with a quote and I was trying to do something different every day, you know, and that's a great way to be creative or if you don't feel creative, a great project to give yourself, you know, to photograph something different each day or commit to that. So, um, yeah, halfway through the year, it was probably June, he um, was taking swim lessons, and I was sort of at that point where I felt like I'd 
taken every possible photo of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, he was doing a swim lesson and I used a GoPro. And I so I got in during the swim lesson and took a couple pictures on the GoPro. But at that point, like GoPros didn't have a screen on the back and it was really hard to tell what you were doing. <laughs> you know, you're just sort of like <laughs> blindly. Hoping it worked out. Right. Blindly doing it. And um, and also the quality wasn't as good as my camera, yeah. you know, what I was used to. Yeah. But it was fun. And so I played around with the GoPro for a while, like for the summer, and then just decided I needed to, like, get the real housing. Yeah. You know, and that makes a huge difference because then I'm using, you know, the camera that I use every day. Yeah. And it's just in a special housing. Um, and, yeah, and so it kind of grew from there. And so I started you know, photographing, like, friends' kids. Like, we'd go to the beach and take, you know, take some pictures there, taking the dogs to the beach and getting in the water with them and posting those. And it, you know, there was a big response with it. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I started sort of um, just bringing it with me, like, the underwater housing to other shoots. So maybe, like, I photographed... um, a birthday party a few years ago and it was a pool party and nobody expected me to get in the water they didn't really know but yeah. i yeah. brought it and um got in and then suddenly it's like whoa you know that was fun and different and um you can really i feel like you can really get people like just at their best and happy and like their most real you know when you're when they're playing in the water especially kids so um yeah, just I basically started bringing it with me to various shoots that I was already doing, and yeah, it started to take on a life of its own. Yeah, so I started hashtagging it, dive in, and um, yeah, I think at the same time I was ready to pare back on shooting weddings, and yeah. so started to tip the balance a little bit. That yeah. is so cool. So yeah. like. What other parts of your life do you take that same approach of diving in? Because it sounds like you just, (laughs) but it's like you truly, I so appreciate that you took something that's like, all right, like you have your trade, you have your, like, you know, your camera, you know what you're working with. Right. And you literally just like threw yourself into a different medium. Right. In a different circumstance. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I feel like life is short. And you kind of have to go after these big things that you want. And I think about that a lot, about, like, you know, sort of my dream list of things to do, the bucket list and places I want to go and the things I want to do. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was a little bit kind of more of a um, jump in the net will appear type. Yes. Um, Yes. So... You know, I didn't have a master plan of how this was going to happen, but I kind of like it that way. Anyway, it's the whole serendipity of it, which is a lot like, you know, photographing kids underwater and turning those into fine art because you just can't plan that, Um, you know, exactly what the picture is going to look like. And I know a lot of people do underwater photography and it might be very staged or um, there is a master plan. Yeah. But I... I kind of prefer to just let it go where it goes. So, you know, I want to be prepared um, and under ideal conditions, you know, so you have the sun out and the water's clear and, you know, all those good things. But I don't like to over plan sort of the shoot in general um, because you have to leave some space for things just to happen. And I think those are the the good things. Um, 
And I feel like part of it too is just the editing process, like holding the images down because um, used to be I would take like a thousand pictures if I were photographing you know, a couple kids underwater. I've sort of, I might do maybe seven or eight hundred now, but yeah. still I edit those down pretty heavily to maybe um, thirty or so that I actually show. Yeah, and out of those, I'll have a couple that are definitely my favorites. So yeah. I think you know that's part of the process is yeah choosing which images from the shoot that you that you love and that you show. And that is like, <laughs> that is the art piece of it's one thing to like snap right. a photo and okay, you know your camera settings, but then you're mm-hmm. like, you're telling a story through what you choose to like of all the shots, you know, which ones represented the moment and your interpretation of it. Right, right, you're right. And it's always that idea too of, um, you know, you want to make your client happy, but I also want to not just make myself happy, but like create something that I'm proud of. So, um, you know, and I guess it kind of varies. Like if I'm photographing for a commercial client, I'm definitely going to focus on what they need, but I'm also going to make time to get some extra shots that, you know, to experiment a little bit with it. And I guess same with families too. Um, You know, we might do the underwater photo shoot with their kids, but then, you know, I narrow it down and then we decide which pieces we're going to blow up for their wall. And it might depend. I don't know. I'm always surprised by people's favorites. Like I like them to tell me, okay, of all these pictures, which ones do you gravitate to? And sometimes people really surprise me with how artsy they are because Mm -hmm. they might like something where I thought, ooh, I was I wasn't sure that you would like that. Like I love it, but Sometimes people have been uh, conditioned to, you know, want to see their eyes and their face and this big old smile underwater, which isn't exactly what I'm trying to do. But, um, you know, so there's a little compromise sometimes in the end, but I try to show what I like. That is so cool. And I know when I first crossed paths paths with you several months ago, I was like, all right, okay. And I like looked at your website and (laughs) I just remember like looking at the commercial work you've done with like, you know, jewelry and like Mm -hmm. different things underwater. I was like, what? Like it just took me (laughs) into like another planet of like, you know, when I think of, all right, like um, retail and like product Uh, images. And then you took it into like another, it felt to me, it was like, this is another universe. And for a product to be placed in an environment that's like so backwards and like (laughs) i loved it i loved the the like creative just like it's such a it it like knocks you you know you're like wait what like i would have (laughs) never maybe noticed that you know that piece of jewelry or that product but to see it in an environment that's not normally in i was like this girl's brilliant like oh yeah it makes you slow down and i think i mean i love instagram because i love looking at images all the time and i like you know, have all these folders on Instagram or whatever where I save images. But, um, you know, anybody can take a pretty good picture now, especially yeah. with all the iPhones yep. advance. And um, so, yeah, I feel like you do have to do something a little bit different so that, that you stand out or so that your image stands out as people are scrolling through. Yeah. Um, Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. And then it's fun. I mean, there's a little difference, though. I, you know, Instagram is on your small screen. And then a lot of times I print things big. So, you know, sort of figuring that out, like, I don't know how that translates, but um, yeah. That is awesome. So are you someone that, would you identify as like being a water person? Were you a water baby uh, growing definitely. up? Definitely, 
Definitely. Okay. Yes. I grew up on a lake. Okay. Lake Hickory in North Carolina. And yeah, so we, yeah. Um, yeah, I went uh, summer was definitely my, it still is my season. Yes. <laughs> I love summer. I love um, water. Um, so, yes. That is definitely so, a water person. That is so, so cool. Um, what's like a non art related or photography related memory that you have that was awesome that included water? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I remember learning how to um, water ski. You know, is that what you mean? Sort yes. of like, yeah. yes, yes. You know, behind a boat, you know, with my dad driving the boat. Um, yeah. And then, and, yeah, just growing up on a lake and like, I don't know, back then, you, I guess you can still do this. But, you know, when kids have boats at like 15, 16 years old and they can come pick you up. And yeah, that was that was fun and different. Um, I liked sort of growing up that way. And I went to camp that was um, on the water and we learned to sail. So, OK, yeah, there's yeah, there's a water theme oh, for sure. That's so cool. I just love that it's like it merged from you know like a field of work to then something that's almost like a grassroots feel for you of like uh, right you know it's like yeah. you have that appreciation and just that you're comfortable in the water right do you feel like the client engagement i mean mm-hmm. have most of the people i feel like that are probably in front of the camera underwater right. is it their first time doing something that's oh definitely a water shoot uh, definitely with adult yeah it's different you know kids versus adults because yeah. with adults um sometimes people become very self-conscious underwater yeah. yeah um or they just don't really know and there is a little bit of like um guidance i need to give people like if if it's a model and, you know, maybe I don't want to have a ton of her exhaling a ton of bubbles, uh, you know, so she might need to sort of hold it in for a second or um, just the way to position your body. Um, and then, you know, with kids, it's more free form. You know, they're just jumping in and coming up and you're more concerned about like just general safety of yeah. kids versus like yeah. having them do anything in particular. Um, but, yeah, I, I uh, feel like. I feel like you can, like I said, read a lot of body language underwater. Um, Maybe it's because most people can't really see. I mean, you can see underwater, but it's not clear unless you have on goggles. Yeah. You know, it's kind of fuzzy. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just got off track of (laughs) whatever you were saying. That's so cool of it's just like it's a different platform and a different medium. And for the people that you're engaging with, it's a different type of experience all around. Right. And I kind of like that people come in with not a specific expectation yeah um because they haven't done this or they haven't seen a lot of pictures like this so they're a little bit more open to just having the experience and then seeing the photos later so um i think that takes away some of i don't know i don't know if it takes away the pressure but Versus like shooting to a laptop, like I might do on a commercial shoot where every picture comes up, you know, and people can see it and they become sometimes a little bit self-critical or something. With this, it's nice. You don't have to think about that. You just go with it. And then I, you know, pare them down to the to the, the ones where they're going to look good and feel good Yeah, about it. Yeah. 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 What do you feel like is in terms of, you know, you've been in business and Mm -hmm. been a photographer for several, several, several years. So what have you noticed in the trends of like, you know, you kind of (laughs) hit on like, well, everybody's like, anybody can take a great picture these days. Sure. What have you noticed in the industry um, just over time? 
Right. Well, I I went to SCAD and I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Photography. And I, you know, when I started photographing here in Charleston, there were only a handful of photographers. You know, there were like six or seven of us. And I, now it's just like ubiquitous. I mean, there are tons and tons and tons Saturated. and tons. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, everything's changed in that span mm-hmm. of time, just, you know, with the internet and social media. But um, it used to really bug me. You know, I was not, I hated having all this extra competition and I, you know, sometimes got my feelings hurt because I felt like I had a lot more experience, but maybe someone else was hired to do the job. But I think going into underwater and doing something completely different where I'm not constantly comparing myself to other people um, has really freed me up from a lot, all those feelings, you know, now I can do it and really enjoy it and not compare it to to anyone else. I mean, I look at other underwater images, but I'm not constantly like inundated with it or it's my friend or that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, So it's been nice to kind of separate from the pack a little bit with that. And um, yeah, I mean, it's evolved. It's still evolving. I mean, is you know just taking it more into that fine art world has been a whole learning curve unto itself but it's been fun mm-hmm. you know it's been fun to learn um and to figure out what size to print an image on the wall and how to frame it and how exactly to print it and sort of the trial and error and not falling into um i don't know just a certain script of what's expected say in the wedding world yeah you know where people come to you with you know their pinterest page and a ton of expectations yeah they're like make me look like (laughs) this you know right right you know and you're pleasing all these people like the mother of the bride and the bride and i mean that's great too i feel like i i mean i might have a degree in photography but i feel like i was really trained as a photographer from shooting you know all these weddings for so many years yeah um yeah, actually doing it's totally different than going to school for it. Yeah. So, and and like the wedding universe, it's like right. you are like rolling with the punches <laughs> and your lighting and like, you know, we're constantly like when we go into something, mm-hmm. we'll be like, "Oh, this is awesome." And then it's like if there's an open room where half of it's fluorescent and then like uh, the other people are getting ready with natural light, right? And right. you're like Ah, so it's like, yeah, if you want to, like, get schooled immediately, like, immerse yourself in, like, a wedding day timeline. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. And I don't know if people really appreciate that and all the little things. Like, when it poured rain this last weekend, my first thought was, I am so glad I don't have a wedding to shoot because I would be so stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, that is, like... Yeah, I, I just love how you, like, adapted, you know? It's like you found a way to be resilient and, like, right. find your niche. Was yeah. that something, like, when you stumbled upon, because you were doing the project with your son, mm-hmm. and was that something that, did it kind of catch your own creativity off guard? Yeah, I think it made me excited to to photograph. I mean, I yeah. was still, you know, enjoying being a photographer, sure. but, you know, when you're sort of... I don't know. It was nice to have something I was excited to photograph and excited to edit. Yeah. (laughs) I'll put it that way. You know, and I think, um, yeah, because it was all new and different. And I had to figure out what I liked. And I was, 
you know, you're a little bit limited with the underwater housing as to um, how many things you can control in your camera. So learning sort of a base setting and, um, you know, what is the ideal sort of time of day or the kind of water? Am I in the ocean or pool, chlorine or salt water? Yeah. I feel like, you know, becoming this pool expert have... Yeah. I, I don't personally have a pool. I would love to have a pool. Mm-hmm. But it, it's also been nice to um, go in so many other people's pools and sort of experience, you know, uh, d- different environments. Because yeah. they, you know, photographing in different kinds of pools, um, it's like being in a different kind of studio space. Yeah, You know, is it a light colored bottom or a dark gray bottom? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just thinking through that, too. I'm like, holy smoke. Even if they're, like, tenting of... What they have it colored in, oh, the right. bounce is going to be totally different. Right, right, um, exactly. And, yeah, and even just figuring out, like, is it good, you know, do I want a dark background behind them, or is it a little bit more modeled, or, um, yeah, just all these little variations. And then the color correction, you know, is yeah. a thing unto itself. Yeah, <laughs> smokes. Yeah. So it's very, it's kind of, it's a lot more labor intensive on the editing side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Than, than the shooting side. But um, yeah, so that, you know, all these little things I've learned. And then photographing in the ocean, of course, here it's not clear enough. Yeah. Really to see underwater, but I was going to say, yeah, okay. you know, because it's fun to sort of be at the the water's edge yeah. and yeah. have a little bit of that um, or to be splashed or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I've, I have photographed in the Bahamas where it is clear enough yes. and, or Hawaii. Yep. And oh. that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I went to go more places like that where I'm photographing for people in clear ocean water. Yeah. You know, for sure. That's like, that is the dream. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. No, that's like, I love that. And I like, I appreciate it because my roots were in filming with a GoPro underwater from cooking on boats. And so it was like, oh, how interesting. You know, the whole thing of like, yeah, free diving down and like the process of that it goes into Uh getting a story underwater, right? Interesting, right. Do you feel more calm while you're, because you're like, whether you're noticing it or not, you're holding your breath, you're doing, you're slowing your breathing down. (laughs) Have you ever noticed? No, I totally agree. I, yes. (laughs) Yes, no, absolutely. I think about it a lot when I'm sort of preparing for a photo shoot um, and like with a wedding or even photographing a family or any uh, before any photo shoot. I'm nervous. Well, you yes. know, I think it's just sort of that like nervous energy. I want to do a good job. Yep. I don't want to forget anything. Yep. I want to be prepared. But I have noticed like when I'm shooting underwater, I am so much more chill oh. <laughs> than if I'm on the land. And I think it is because I'm holding my breath. I'm going under, I can sort of hone in on things, you know, like I'm not worried about people around me sort of making suggestions or, 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 you know, telling telling kids or whomever else is in the shoot to do certain things. I can, it's just me and them. And so it is nice, but I'm exhausted afterwards. Like I can do two underwater shoots in a day like two one-hour shoots, and yeah. that's pretty much it, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's very, like, it's very draining. And I yeah. think, you know, I'm wearing a weight belt yep. and, um, yeah, kind of oh. going up and down a lot, so. Yeah. yeah, well, and you're 
I imagine your mind, because like you said, you're coming into, whether it's a new pool or just a different pool from what you shot before, right. your mind thinking about the settings and the like, the aesthetic and the post-production, it's I true. can only imagine. <laughs> I sh- it'd be good in the future to sort of like have a pool that I know in and out. Yeah. Um, that would sort of streamline some things for me. Yeah. But it's also fun to, you know, try something different. Yeah. I'm always open to trying different things. So, um, so yeah. And then, you know, you're out in the sun a lot of times. So that's kind of draining and I'm, you know, hoping I... That's part of the mystery of it as well is that right. you are coming into fresh environments, like quite literally like the like <laughs> lighting and the experience, the water, the like medium you're shooting through, it's constantly right. a variable. And it sounds like that's something that keeps you creatively engaged. Yes. Yes. I think so. Yes. I like, I like change and, and just the challenge of it. And I've started, I usually just use the sun as my light, but um, the summer my family went to the beach and the house we rented had a pool, which was fun because I got to experiment at night, you know, with the lights in the pool, but then also Ooh. with some dive lights. Okay. Trying to figure out, you wow. know, um, yeah, bringing a light into the mix. And because, I mean, one of the problems is that, you know, this is kind of more of a um, summer warm weather thing mm-hmm. or you need to be in a warm place, but it'd yeah. be nice to do it year-round, whether that means traveling to, you know, the southern hemisphere or even using an indoor pool, but bringing in some light um, under the water. So that's a whole new thing to explore. (laughs) Oh, like sustainable year-round with this medium. Right, right, exactly. What? So, I mean, really, I'm definitely, like, the warm-weather person, so I'm always happy to travel anywhere warm to photograph for people. Um, Though, I mean... Yeah, I, I guess I'd try anywhere underwater. I saw where someone had gone to Antarctica with the uh, with yeah the underwater housing, and they had it on a pole. Okay, and yeah. like we're dipping it in the water, and you could shoot it from the end of the pole or something, or and click they're the like shutter. yelling at the models from the boat. They're like, okay, jump. Well, there were no models. I don't think anyone, but I mean that'd be fun too. But I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not against that. I'd I'd love to try that as well. What would be like a crazy thing that like what would be the medium that you could photograph in Antarctica? I mean, I'd like to do some sort of around the world theme with water, you know, whether wow. it's, <laughs> oh my God, you know, yeah, yes. just, you know, the different bodies of water around the world yeah. or pools or uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm open to ideas, but, um, so awesome. yeah, yeah. So that's sort of the dream. Yeah. With this. I love it. I'm like, I just yeah. think it's the most romantic. Come. Yes, I was going to say, we will shoot promo content. <laughs> Sounds good. Particularly to the warm weather environments. No. No, awesome. we just shot um, <clears throat> uh, two weeks ago. Um, Tulsi Gabbard was coming into town. Okay. She's running for president, and uh, nice. she's a surfer. And, of course, my boyfriend thought it was a great idea to, oh like, reach gosh. out on Instagram and be like, yo, if you want to surf while you're here, let no us know. Way. And she texted back. So we wow. took her out surfing and lined her up like dawn patrol surf session that's but awesome. i brought i got back to my roots with my gopro that's and great. fins and yeah. was like filming her surf and was in the process of getting sick at the same time and it oh, was no. like but it was amazing i was like oh this is my roots you know and chris was like oh. that's really he's cool. like babe i don't know if you know what you're getting into with this i was like <laughs> freaking i was born with fins on my feet what are you talking about no it was crazy that's but it's funny. like it is such an amazing the environment and like mm-hmm. to be underwater and like you were saying it's of true. like when you're used to 
you know, there's always like someone that either thinks they're a photographer or they should be like a director <laughs> of photography. And right. then you're like, I'm, I'm working with this person here and I want that energy connection. Right. It's so true. You have to, just, even just like this, having yeah. a conversation, yeah, you sort of develop sort of that trust in the relationship of photographing someone and you want them to pay attention to you and not be worried about what someone else thinks yeah. they should be doing. Because oh. usually whatever that other person thinks is not applicable to what you want them to do. No. At all. Ever. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, we we photographed, how many babies was that? That was like Six. Yeah, there's like six, you know, like right. uh, under a year to like a three-year-old on oh a couch. And, oh, and wow. we like had filmed um, for a family photographer before. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I watched that. I'm good. Right. And then it was like, <laughs> but it was in a controlled studio environment. Right. And it was like, I was like, yeah, like, we're just going to roll through it. And there was like six people yelling at the kids. It's like oh, jelly right. beans in front of the camera. It was a nightmare <laughs> of like, I mean, and the family was so That's awesome because they were like, we feel for you already before right. you ever try to make this happen. Like, you well, that's know. good. At least they sort of understood. Yeah, and it was just yet. oh my gosh, you know. But just the, but it was like the hindsight reflection. You know, we always do completion exercises after projects, and it was like if there had just been one point of like someone, you know, doing toys or something to to like mm-hmm. keep the focal point of all the children in one spot right. versus oh, I know my parent, I know my aunt, I know whoever. Oh, right. So they, they were looking everywhere else. So it was like, oh, hindsight is always 2020, <laughs> but but underwater the quiet, right. like as you were describing mm, that, it true. makes me think of you're like, okay, whatever other activities ambulance going by anything like you go under and that like quiet is like it's just Mm -hmm. it takes you to another place right right yeah and that reminds me of my own childhood and swimming in the pool and I loved that I mean (sighs) yeah I would swim all day and that yeah I think you're right it is very calming almost a little bit zen you know to be underwater like that oh (laughs) I love it I I'm I am on board with your profession. That's so awesome. (laughs) Um, So like from a business perspective, you know, I always love to think about like, okay, circumferentially, like Uh your world and, you know, you have this trade, you have a craft, but what's been the keys to in your own journey with owning your own business Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, whether it's through building sales or maintaining client relationships or any part of the process, what's been something, especially like in this last year Mm -hmm. that has really stood out to you in your journey of like this has really contributed to my success right I would say it's a combination of enthusiasm like because I really love it and enjoy doing it and just like making friends with people you know just like real friends and Mm -hmm. and then it spreads mostly word of mouth from there you know, I'll photograph for someone and then they share the pictures of someone else because they're excited and they love them. Yep. And then it just kind of goes to the next thing. So, yeah, I think for me, just being open to going different places and not um, so worried about all the, I don't know, basically taking a chance and going and then trying to meet new people. And um, as long as I'm enjoying it, 
you know, I, I think it just sort of flows oh, that way. Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like with the clients that, you know, that referral business, mm-hmm. are they from people where it's like you feel that sense of like you're vibing with them? There's a synergy. Right. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I um, One of the first people I photographed for that was where I did some underwater was for Marisha, which is a line of um, swimsuits. And she has a, a child's line called Bumby. And I feel like she posted some and then people kind of found me through that. And there were, I don't know, there are just a lot of similarities. Um, I don't know, with, with some of her clients and then the people I photographed for. And so, it, yeah, it evolves. And a lot of times, you know, these people live at the beach or they have a house at the beach um, or, you know, the fact they have a pool. Yeah. Um, because even though... I mean, I can photograph anywhere with a pool. A lot of places I go are coastal, um, whether it's like Miami or Ponte Vedra, um, the Charleston, Sullivan's Island, Kiowa area or California. Um, a lot of times you're also on the coast or, you know, just in the sun yeah. and happy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think the people that gravitate towards this are sort of on the positive side of things yep. um, and love being outside. Um, yeah. And your your product offering is so iconic of people who probably are water babies themselves. Right. And love right. the coastal or the, you know, that part of being outside and in the outdoors. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's just like the, <laughs> that's the track for success right there. Like know your client avatar, know your service right. offering and your vibe. And it's like, you know, as you're describing this, it's like you're in such alignment with like what you love Mm -hmm. it emanates Mm -hmm. off of you and you're finding people that meet that energy level right right no you're right yeah like-minded people for sure sort of on the same wavelength that is so cool what um what was like a surprising shoot that either you didn't think it was going to be so hard or it turned out amazing or like (laughs) is there one that comes to mind there's always a shoot yeah yes yes for sure and um you know there have been a couple of times where we got in the water and I realized it was cloudy. Like, you couldn't tell from above, okay. you know? And was this working was with a person? What was your subject? Matter? Right, right, yeah. So working with, um, yeah, with a person. Cool. These were, like, like with kids. Okay. Um, so, it, like, if that had been a commercial shoot, maybe, yeah, we might, well, I don't know. You might have to reschedule or find a different pool, which yeah. I, I've done that as well, I guess. But, um, yeah, like, maybe the chemistry of the pool is off. And it can be kind of cloudy. And so then suddenly I can't see the person if they're more than like three or five feet from me. Right? And that's not good. (laughs) Uh, The first time it happened, I just went with it. And we did. We actually got a lot of really good pictures out of it. Um, But it just had a totally different feel. I had to make a lot black and white. And it was kind of a darker feel to it (laughs) than my normal work. But um you know, so that that's happened, or occasionally, you know, the housing will leak a little bit. Um, oh yeah, you know, I, know and I, I have thinking. to get out. Or, you know, yeah, oh. I've never like totally ruined a camera okay. from it. Well, I feel like I go through cameras more quickly because sure. they do get a lot hotter and humid being yeah. in there. And so, yeah, so now I, yeah, you know, I feel like I've gone through equipment more quickly. But um, yeah, I did have one where like the pool was heated, and so then. You know the the dome on the front of my underwater housing fogged up, oh, and it was like I just no. couldn't get the balance right. Yeah. You know, and it was yeah. kind of um, wow. a little bit frustrating. So it's you know things like that where I'm like, Curveball. I don't know what 
you know, I wasn't expecting it. I don't know what to do. And you kind of have to, it's like being at a wedding. You just sort of try to figure out what you can do yeah, and keep going roll with the punches. and roll with it and see what happens. And, you know, worst case scenario, I, you know, I will redo it or something. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's okay. So yeah. I always love asking like beyond your trade and mm-hmm. beyond, um, you know, your work, what is your happy place of whenever you're not culling or, you know, lining something up when you're not in in work mode, what is Lee's happy place? (laughs) A happy place. Um, It's definitely traveling somewhere new. I love like a city that I can explore. I've got, you know, not too much of an itinerary or not too many places I have to be. Uh, Maybe a little structure. But um, yeah, I like going to new places or researching them and looking up to see what I want to see or where I want to eat, what I want to do, and having sort of, you know, the space, you know, to think and to walk and to photograph whatever I come by, that sort of thing. Um, I went to Thailand two winters ago for three weeks by myself and basically just did that. (laughs) By yourself? Okay, how was that? Was that, have you? It was great. I'd been there before, so I had, I knew, I knew I'd be fine by myself. Yeah. Um, And, but no, I I mean, I love it. Yeah. It's better sometimes to travel with somebody, but it's also nice to be able to travel by yourself, I think, you know, and then you can, you can still call home or talk to whomever, you know, or something if you need some someone to talk to or someone to love whatever you're doing but um yeah it's also nice to you know do it alone and see where your mind goes and have a journal and camera I don't really go anywhere without my camera so yeah yeah what how about how much does your camera weigh um, like, like with, with your, with your staple and everything. Just with, let's do like when you're traveling right. with your like staple lens or two, how much weight is that? Oh gosh. Um, random question. <laughs> what depends? Like, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like I can pare it down, um, or I can take like the full shebang, but, um, how much does it weigh? Gosh, I don't know. I try to do it, you know, as a carry on, like if I'm okay, flying, yeah. um, and I don't know, 20 pounds? I, know. I don't know. I, know. I don't know. It all gets very heavy. Yeah. Really, on, you very know, to be honest. I know. And bulky. Like, the underwater housings are big, and I have two, and yeah. then I have, like, three cameras that I take. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it gets, it can be, yeah, cumbersome. Gear. Yeah. I know. Gear. We just, we, um, I used to shoot on Canon 5D Mark okay. III's. Like, mm-hmm. that was my workhorse for a long time. Right. And, you know, we did, there was one year we did 42 weddings. Oh and, right. like, our wrists, you know, it was, yes. like, literally between that and carrying tripods with the rigs on them or, like, right. 70 to 200 with them. It was, like, I was, I kind of hit a wall. And I was, like, I'm not even enjoying yeah. my work because I'm so, like, I'm mentally. Sore. Yeah, I would get I would get my massage afterwards, whatever, and it would just be, like, <laughs> I am literally caving forward <laughs> from the weight of these things. Right, so right. We, we're we're Sony girls right now with oh, Canon. Interesting. With Canon glass right, on them. But right. I have not gone into the mirrorless yeah. realm yet. Into the but, but no, I feel like for what you're doing though, it's like you gotta like the OG with it. Like Right. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't use like the big uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know what yeah, the yeah. Canon equivalent is. But yeah. um Yeah. Um and I'm using fixed lenses, yeah. typically, like 
Okay. So I don't yeah. have like a big zoom lens on it, which, you know, sort of helps. Yeah. And then being underwater, you know, you're a little more buoy- buoyant, so True. you don't feel the weight of that. But it is a little, it's not as ergonomic. You right. know, you're holding For sure. this big thing and it's sort of awkward. Is it like the size of a football? Like, for people that aren't familiar with filming right. with actually water housing. Yeah, I mean, I'd say like um, like a volleyball, maybe. All right. <laughs> Almost round. Take your volleyball. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's in a way it's hard to like stretch my hand over mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. a lot of these times, some of the, or sometimes these things are like made for men. Uh-huh. Um, you know, for so sure. this is kind of a, a bigger thing. But um, I have been curious about the mirrorless, yeah. you know, I shoot with Nikon, but yeah. um, I would love for them to, like, sponsor me. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Sony, if you're listening to this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to try it, you know, yeah. and see for how sure. that works. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that. that'll... Yeah, that'll be the next iteration. I know. Maybe. The moment you said, like, traveling with, with you know, you never go without a camera. I was like, homegirls uh, right. lugging, like, 20 to 30 pounds of, like. Yeah, it's a lot. But it made, but it's almost. And everything. Yeah. And it's, yeah. like, that peace of mind of knowing if you wanted to flex that creativity. I find if I don't have right. a camera with me and I'm somewhere, I'm like, where's my freaking camera? Oh, and totally. Then, yeah. Or you're, like, you have it all and you're, like, Meh, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just having <laughs> better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Right. And so totally. it's like, all right, I'm going to bring my. Yeah. Yeah. It. You always have to take it. Like, yeah. I mean, and it's a pain, like, to, especially if you're, like, we went to Denmark, um, for 10 days to go to Legoland. And I mean, I was like, I have to take the underwater housing. Like, I have to, because yeah. if there's water there and oh. I don't get, and oh I don't take gosh. advantage of it, then I'm going to be so mad. Did you get in the water in Denmark? Yes, it was freezing. Uh, um, and <laughs> very roughly or hardcore. But yeah. I was like, I had to do it, you know? Dude. So, yeah. And then there was a pool that was really cool with, like, different color lights, you know, at the hotel we were in. So that was cool. So I'm glad I took it. But, yeah, yeah it, was it, was, it. it was a little bit ridiculous in a way to lug that around. But, um, yeah, but I'm going uh, to. So, yeah. Yeah. It's part of... <laughs> It's I like need that. someone to come with me to, to just take care of equipment oh. and then edit for yes. me. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is Madeline in my life. <laughs> Everybody lucky. needs the Madeline of the world. No. Right. No, that is so cool. Like, um, just what advice would you have to someone that whether they're in a visual field or, you know, when you first took that leap right. of, you know, building out your business. And I love, mm-hmm. like, I feel like we're so privileged here in Charleston we have so many incredible like women entrepreneurs and solopreneurs right so like if you were to talk to yourself you know when you were first launching (laughs) right like what would be things that you wish you would have known um I think I just hired someone to come on with me to do more sort of the back end of things and to help me schedule and make sure that um I don't, all these Google alerts are sent out about, you know, when everything's going to happen and the info. And I should have done that a long time ago. And I feel like it's opened this Pandora's box because having her is so awesome. And we're just starting that I'm like, I need four of these, you know, great people to work with me (laughs) or to have someone who did edit for me all the time or where I could do a shoot and say, okay, I need this, you know, in two days. Can you do it? Um, Because I work all the time and I don't really you know want to work every weekend or every night or always be you know feeling like I'm letting someone down because I didn't get back to them you know quickly or I couldn't do something else so um yeah you know basically I would yeah hire more people and I 
I don't know. I think just sort of going after it, like do it, you know, you got to check in with your gut, do what feels exciting mm-hmm. and fun. With, um, was it scary right before you, before you hired the oh, person on? Yes. And you're like, all right, I'm going to like add part of my <laughs> budget to someone else. How, like, what right. was that like? Yes. Yes. And I think that's why I put it off for years, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've always uh, had people that worked with me, but they're sort of more contract based, you know, like I have a bookkeeper um, or I have someone that photographs with me sometimes, that sort of thing. But to like commit to to someone and pay them monthly and like, you know, I don't want to take their job away, you know, just commit to that is very scary for me. Um, Yeah, it took a long time, but I think I just reached this a point this summer, you know, we were trying to get together and I was like never available and um my life's just sort of been like that all summer so um yeah I don't know you just like just wanted to get a little more structure in my life and yeah reclaim some free time because that is when you can be most creative you know when you're not bogged down yeah all the time yeah and that concept of you know not letting somebody down because you're like okay either I'm like spun out with (laughs) work in my itinerary or like mm-hmm. personally you know it's mm-hmm. like how do you find that time for personal life and like for yourself you're like I haven't had a bath in two weeks or like whatever the, <laughs> you know right well it's funny because wedding season was always like okay I'm super busy in the spring and I'm super busy in the fall and I was a little bit more free in the summer or winter but now you know shooting underwater and trying to take advantage of like April through October I feel like I have to cram they're mm-hmm. not cramped, but like sure. fit in as many sure. things as I can. But that's also like prime travel season. You know, my son's out of school or, ah, you yeah. know, different things where it's yeah. like, well, you know, I want to take advantage of that too. So, um, yeah, I think being able to photograph year round underwater would, would help, but also just sort of having a support team, um, you know, behind me so that I can do my best and yeah. yeah. And be positioned. And sleep. Yeah. yeah. And have that, that elusive thing called sleep and slumber. Yeah. yeah. And and it's like you just tapped it on the head of like setting yourself up to creatively mm-hmm. thrive. And I think that right. we forget that when, like you said, like, you know, in the Charleston area of the southeast, you know, mm-hmm. it's like there and I probably everywhere like there's, um, you know, there is an explosion of creatives. And it's like, how right. can we celebrate that, that mm-hmm. we are all rising together and raising the bar and also like just know that we can find our spot and have balance of we're a creative, we're doing these right. creative endeavors and also that um, you're not forgotten in the mix and that you need that space to have (laughs) creativity and to like stay inspired. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, it's like maybe that's what that trip to Thailand, you know, it's like to be able to just give yourself time to walk around. Mm -hmm. And like for me, the biggest guilty pleasure, but it's like (laughs) not a guilty pleasure. It ends up being the most like biggest return on investment of my energy is to set myself a time where I do nothing. Right, right. Downtime on and your calendar. Like, I don't have my laptop with me. I can't, sure. you know, just be like, oh, just still just knock these things out. There's forever a to-do list, right? Right. But when you can give yourself the open space to be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go look at that Cheeto vending machine over there. And then like, and then you find <laughs> like a weird bird and then you like have an adventure. and Right, right. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you need sort of that open calendar and time and space and yeah. I love it. Be creative. Well, 
how can people get in touch with you and see your amazing work? <laughs> Tell them where you're on Instagram, on okay. your website. Give give all of the details. We'll put it in the show notes. Okay. How do they Excellent. find you? Yes. So the website is leeweber.com. So L-E-I-G-H-W-E-B-B-E-R. My Instagram is the same, at Lee Weber. And, I mean, those are the two places I would go. Awesome. Yeah, to see see it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing a moment with the Ruby Hour sessions. And if you enjoyed this content, please be sure to like, to subscribe, to go check out Lee's work. It's freaking, it's it's just, it's ridiculous, y'all. And until then, thank you so much for engaging, listening, and watching.